What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Layer Podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Ray. And we've got a cool one for you today. We both had the opportunity to watch The Batman starring Robert Pattinson. So uh, I can't wait to get into that with you, man. Dude, love Batman. Yeah. We're also going to talk a little bit about what we read this week. And then, of course, you know, like a typical hanging in the lair, we're going to get into what what's coming out in the next couple of weeks that we've got our eyes on to let you guys know. Keep an eye out for for these awesome things dropping. There's some good ones coming out, man. So I look forward to to getting into that. But uh, so how was your week, dude? Did you have a good week? Did you get into anything? Dude, I had a good week. I didn't get into much, but I just want to say, first off, this whole past like month has just been awesome with how many different releases have came out. Like It's been crazy. I, I don't think I've ever had a stack sitting off to the <laughs> side so big of stuff I haven't read. I used to be really proud of myself for keeping that stack kind of small, and it's been getting a little unwieldy. Yeah, mine is never like piled up like it has recently. And like I look at it today, and I'm just like, eek, I need to like catch up or just stop buying so many comics. But there's so many <laughs> good good ones that have come out, man. Half my stack, though, is Walking Dead Deluxe, dude. I just cannot keep up with these. Um, They're uh, coming out too I quick. I tried keeping up with that, and I just can't do it. It's too much. It's too much, dude. How many of those do they release? Is it just one a week or? I think it's, uh, yeah, like one a week or something like that. I don't know, but it's, they're just coming out crazy. I've got like 20 through 34 sitting there waiting for me to to read. And I just am like, oh, there's so much other stuff to read. Yeah. when they st- But they're not going to collect it. They're only releasing it, the colored version, the deluxe version and singles. At oh, least that's really? what they said. So. That's kind of. A, I've been trying to just collect them anyway. That's kind of a bummer to hear because I was hoping they would like it would come in yeah. some cool hardcover or something with all the the new coloring because I tried yeah, I keeping know. up and I just I couldn't do it. I think no, I got I like know. into the I don't even know where I got but I just it, it was too tough for me. Yeah, but but yeah. So cool, man. um, one thing I was super stoked on that I was able to get to, I actually got to the comic book store again on Wednesday afternoon, which was super cool. Woo-woo. Yeah, dude, always a good when you get there on Wednesday. But um, kind of going off our, our last um, book of the week deep dive into We Live, I picked up uh, We Live um, White, number one, and We Live Black, number one. Um, I think the black is just a one shot, and I think yeah. the white is ongoing. I think that's what but, we had figured out. Yeah. Yeah. And real quick, just uh <laughs> just to mention from last week when dude, I think we were just so pumped to get into We Live. We totally forgot to mention Totally the we publisher, the 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 team who was on this. So um yeah. Aftershock Comics, the Miranda Brothers, super good stuff. Um colorist, yeah. I think, is uh Eva de la Cruz and the letterer is uh, David Sharp or Dave Sharp. Great team doing that stuff over there. But yeah, so I'm super stoked to see um, what this, you know, what this chapter has going on in it. And um, I don't, I think it's like maybe six years after the events of uh, We Live. Not 100%, but I thought that's what I read. So should be cool. Age of the Palladians. Yes. And then one other thing that I was really stoked about is um, I was talking to a guy over on our Discord, uh, GN Manga Nerd. And um, I've never dabbled in the world of manga. 
but I have a buddy well, at work who I'm, does. Yeah. Um, have you? You can You have a few Not things. Not really, man. G N Manga Nerd. He was like, you know, I got the Deadpool Samurai. Yeah, yeah. We were kind of going back and forth on it a little bit there on Discord, and uh, it was fun. But the one that you just picked up looks really cool. Yeah, and I actually might buy it. A buddy at uh, work um, reads manga, and so he let me borrow. It's called Death Note, and it's the black edition. So, like, all the pages, the, the edges of the pages are all black. It's pretty sweet looking, for sure. I wish everybody <clears throat> could see it because it is really nice. Yeah, it's super it's cool. Super cool. And so, this is uh, the black edition, uh, and it contains volumes one and two. And basically, it's about this high school kid who finds a uh, death note, which is a, a, a notebook. It was dropped by a uh, Shinigami death god. I guess he, like, can teleport in between worlds, I think. But um, he drops his death note in the human world, and uh, this kid picks it up. And a death note is basically you write down anybody's name in this in this book, and they'll die. And so yeah. this kid, he wants to use it to rid the world of evil. And so, you know, you don't know, is he going to turn into just a, another serial killer, or is he actually doing everybody a favor? So I'm super stoked to check it out. Such a cool premise. I You're going to have to let me know, because... That whole premise is so cool. I'd want to, I kind of want to dig into that. I like that yeah, idea. Yeah. And it just looks, dude, just to have the book sitting on your shelf with the black outline pages. Oh, I know. So cool. I know. But yeah, um, hopefully I can get into that this week and then I can um, get back on Discord and let uh, Gene Manga Nerd know, hey, finally, finally got into some of it. And um, yeah, pretty stoked. Thumbs up. Yeah. GN Manga Nerd. What about you, man? How was how was your week? Dude, I had a good week, man. I uh, got into Eve. It's a Boom Studios release by Victor Lavelle. Uh, Joe. I'm not even going to try, man. It's just going to get No, ugly. come on. But Eve by <laughs> Boom Studios. <laughs> you just really want me to try. I just want you to try, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Joe, me, uh, Jong, and Brittany Peer. But I mean, come on, man. I'm not going to get that. Yeah, that's a tough one. And it's a cool story uh, about this girl who's living in a world kind of like uh, where the ice caps have all melted. And in the ice caps, when they were frozen, was a more or less kind of like a virus kind of hidden in stasis. But as they melted, this virus got out and infected the world. And she was living in this like uh, virtual reality, this AI uh, with her parents. And all of a sudden, she's woken up. And, you know, she's in this pod, she comes out and it's kind of up to her to, to save her father and her, and her mother. And she's accompanied by Wexler, Waxler or something. And he's this robot dude who, uh, he's the teddy bear, but he's the robot. Oh, and, is that what it is? Uh, That's cool. Yeah. And so they're on a mission to try to like, you know, save mom and dad and, you know, some stuff goes down and she meets some cool people along the way. And I enjoyed it, man. That's another of the, uh, uh, graphic novel book club from uh, Comics Experience up in San Fran that I'm in. So check them out if you're interested in joining a book club too. Super cool dudes. Dude, it's so funny that you um, just got that recently because like two weeks ago I was at my local Don't shop. Don't bring this up. And Don't say I it. I was going to get it. I almost did. But like um, they had, what is it, five issues? Is that what it is? Yeah, but then I had said, I don't know if you should get it. <laughs> no, that wasn't what deterred me away because I, I haven't heard of it. And I think I talked to you after I left the store. But um, 
the um i didn't want to spend they only had one like variant cover for issue one and it was like 15 bucks or 10 bucks and i was like eh, i don't yeah. know about that yet i'll wait and um but i want to check it out <laughs> Yeah, so I had said to Ray, I was like, I don't know, man. I haven't heard too much about it. Like, maybe don't pick it up. And then I got it, like, literally a week later at the book club. And I was like, and I was like, dude, you might not want to listen to me ever again, dude, because this ended up being really good. <laughs> and there was another one, too, wasn't there recently that I was like, I don't know if you should get it. Or maybe one I told you to get that then I was like, oh, that wasn't that good. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember but pretty funny but anyway eve check it out boom studios super super fun super super cool premise like what a weird coincidence too that that happened (laughs) (laughs) i know it's like they knew they're like oh you don't think it's good we're gonna give it to you show you it's yeah yeah so that's cool man before we hop into the batman is there anything else you want to mention about your week no i didn't get into much other i didn't get into much anything honestly like it was kind of a hectic week for me just kids were on spring break um you know you know how that goes just everybody's running around like crazy yeah i will say really quick before we hop into uh the batman i did get to see the adam project on netflix with ryan reynolds how was it dude loved it i was almost gonna start watching it um last night but um i started watching the new uh reacher series Oh, yeah. On, um, what is it, Amazon Prime, I think? Yeah, how was that? It was okay. I mean, it's what you would expect out of that series. You know, I think yeah. I watched like maybe the first two episodes and I started getting tired. I was watching it with um, my father-in-law, I think. I don't oh, okay. Know. Yeah. Yeah, I watched uh, The Adam Project with my wife. We both really loved it, man. It was solid, super cool, super fun. Nice. I'm going to have to check it out. Netflix, yeah. you said, yeah? Yeah, Netflix. Came out on Friday, so just... Brand new, so sweet. Check it out, dude. I, I'm pretty sure you're. I'll, you'll I'll like it. I like the preview of what I saw. So, yeah, it's super cool. Heart, heart, you know, heartwarming, and uh, just about going back in time and what you would do if you had to talk to yourself. I mean, it's fascinating, and there's a lot of like emotion, and it's cool, man. Nice. All right, so I'll watch it. But yeah, man, we both got to see the Batman on release week, dude. How cool is that? I know. I was bummed because initially you might not, um, not work. Uh-huh. You weren't going to be able to see it. And then um, you sent me like a update of you in the theater and I was just so pumped, dude. <laughs> I was so excited to surprise you, man. And then I could not grab a picture in the theater because the iPhone defaults to night mode. And so it was trying to take these long exposures where it counts like three seconds and then it fin- finalizes the picture. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so everything kept coming out blurry. And I was like, okay, I can't have my phone out in a theater for this long. Yeah. It's not going to work. You're so I was get just like, caught. Kick you so I was like, I hope you, I hope Ray understands what I'm trying to send, but yeah. I was so excited to surprise you with it, man. I know. Heck yeah. Um, so we could do this episode, dude. I, I love, I just wanted to be able to chat about it with you. I know. I was, I was kind of bummed when you were like, ah, I might not be able to watch it. And I was like, dude, how am I not going to be able to chat with you on this? Cause I don't want to spoil anything. And so I was stoked when you got to watch it. Yeah, dude. So you watched it twice it actually. I, I did, dude. <laughs> You know what, though? Like, just to be honest, dude, it's a three-hour movie. Yeah. And there is a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not for the faint of heart. Like, it's a super fun, and, like, you're going to enjoy it either way. But 
to like really get everything. Like I even seeing it the second time, I still had questions, man. Yeah. And before we get going real quick, just for everybody, if you guys um, haven't seen the movie, go ahead and pause the epi now because we're going to talk about a lot of stuff and we don't want to ruin anything for you. So come back after you've seen the movie and um, listen to it. But I mean, unless you don't care about spoilers then feel free, but just warning you, we're going to, we're going to chat about everything going on in the movie. Yeah. Thank you for that. I would have forgotten. Um, But yeah, one thing I would, I I wish I've seen it twice because when we went, it was like uh, 8 PM showing on a Friday night. And it was cool on one hand because I haven't seen the theater that packed in a long time. So that was cool to see like just jam-packed theater. And I was like, yes, dude, what a cool, you know, experience. Because I love being in the theater, dude. Like it's so funny when you're, you know, it's just a better experience when the theater's packed. However, on the other side of that, dude, it was like packed with a bunch of like kids, like teenage kids. And dude, there was so like, it was like everybody had to go to the bathroom every five minutes. I was like, dude, why is everybody moving around? Like the whole movie, like people were just up and down out of their seats. I was just like, there's no way people have to walk around this much during a movie. So it was kind of frustrating and a little bit um, distracting, you know, because it kind of took my eye off the movie multiple times. So hopefully I'll get to see it again soon before it leaves theater. I'm sure it'll stick around for a while. So you've got time. Yeah. But, um, overall dude, like, uh, what'd you think? Dude, I loved it, man. And I didn't really, uh, I didn't have a lot of expectations. You know, I'm not like a Batman guy or DC guy. I mean, I enjoy it and I'm here for it, but I didn't have a lot of expectations cause I'm like, eh, what's it matter to me? So I'm, I'm kind of like the prime target here right just a guy who loves comic books enjoys you know batman so uh i went in with with no expectations and dude i thought it was good man i thought maybe a little long but uh i I loved it i thought it was a really solid batman dude and uh i'll ask you right up front because i know we had talked about it before robert pattinson we were both pretty worried about uh Twilight Vampire boy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, playing our guy, man. So how do you think he did? Um Well, I'll I'll start off just like what you just mentioned and I'll just echo it. But I was super nervous um when I seen he was, you know, had the role of Batman. I was like, this I I don't even want to watch this. But no. um I've never seen anything else that he's been in. But I've heard like like Tenet, I've heard was really good. And there's a few other ones that were not the Twilight series that he actually did was really good in. So that kind of like made me a little less nervous, I guess. And um, but I was actually I liked him like I didn't hate him. I thought he was a great, great Batman. But as far as like Bruce Wayne, I didn't think he was the best Bruce Wayne. What do you think? no. I agree completely. Super solid Batman, terrible Bruce Wayne. <laughs> like now, that doesn't mean he has to continue. Like you know, if this is year two Batman, maybe it's not just maybe it's year two Bruce Wayne too, and he's got some things to figure out about the importance of schmoozing up the city's elites, and he hasn't figured it out yet or something. Yeah, you know, possibly. But he was just so like antisocial compared to how like Bruce Wayne is normally like just so weird and awkward when uh, he wasn't Batman. Like, 
and he would just sit there and stare at people and things. And I'm just like, dude, there's no way that these people don't know you're the freaking Batman, dude. <laughs> for sh- serious, like I, I don't know. So he, um, but as far as Batman went, he he did good. Like, but like I, I was having a conversation with some dude at the uh, comic shop, actually the owner Matt, and like, I mean, you and I can put on the bat suit, especially the one he had, and we could be pretty good, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's right. I mean, what do you think of his what do you think of the literally ah, <laughs> what I was just gonna ask, dude? I my favorite suit, hands down, man. I absolutely loved it. He felt like a tank. Yeah. Uh yeah. and the the visuals and the sound effects, like when he'd enter a room and those foot stomps with the boot, and then it came up and like every detail of the suit, the coloring, uh, I really loved. I wasn't as crazy about the mask portion of the suit, but I thought the rest of the suit was really, really cool and well done. What'd you think? Dude, I love this suit. Like like you said, I thought it was one of the best Batman suits we've seen. And um, I think if you and I put it on, I mean, we would be pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, His boots. I think they, they, they found the heaviest boots possible. They must have weighed like 50 pounds each, man. Dude. But overall, um, I thought his costume was really good. Um, and um, yeah, that part I, I loved. Super cool. Yeah. He's just, he was a little uh, too high strong as Bruce Wayne. Like, I don't know. It was just strange. Right? Yeah, it was just weird. And and um, when we did um, Jeff Lemire's uh, Robin and Batman a few weeks back. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. how he was just super mean to Alfred. Like, he was just a uh-huh. jerk to Alfred in this movie as well. We kept... I know, man. Like, come on, dude. He just blew up in your freaking, you know, yeah, house yeah. with a bomb addressed to you sitting in there. And the first thing you're going to say to him when he wakes up is... You lied to me. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm glad you're doing okay, you know. I, Anything. But, yeah, he was just such a jerk to him. Straight up unbelievable. And, like, I just keep thinking, like, you know, I don't know too much here. You could correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming Alfred's been in this kid's life for a long time. Yeah, he's, like, a pretty much a father, you know. Like, once it, I know. you know, like, I don't know, man. I, I just... Thought he was just super mean to Alfred the whole time. I know. That scene where Alfred's in the hospital waking up, it was heartbreaking to me because uh, Alfred, when he opens his eyes and he sees Batman, dude, he gets this like grin. Like he's so, he's like, oh, you came. I'm so happy to see you. And then it's just, why'd you lie? Yeah, immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that was, that was nuts. What'd you think about the actor who played Alfred? I forget his name off the top of my head. I think it's Andy Andy Circus. Yeah, you're right. What did you think of Andy Circus as Alfred? Well, I think he did pretty good. I mean, I liked him. I liked him too. Yeah. Man. I mean, he didn't have a huge role, right. but I liked. Yeah, him. for when he was in it, I thought he I thought he did fine. You know, did you think the part where he was on the the uh, on the hospital bed talking to Bruce and about? Bruce's parents and he's like I was supposed to be the be the protector of your parents is this, did that seem weird to you I mean he's the butler he's not this uh, personal security guard I mean I could see him being the like the overseer and protector of Bruce you know after his parents yeah. pass away but I don't know why he would think he's the protector of his <laughs> parents I had yeah I don't know yeah that was a maybe just weird. meant to add some drama there I don't you know I, I have no idea yeah 
Well, what'd you think of like the overall story and kind of, you know, this year two sort of Batman and uh, kind of the arc that this story went and where it took us, man. I mean, as, as the resident Batman guy amongst the two of us, where did it leave you? So I loved all like the um, early stages of Batman stuff throughout the whole movie. Like the, the Batmobile, for instance, isn't like, isn't like the decked out Batmobile we see, you know, in in, like the dark Knight and all that. Like it was just an old school muscle car that he's like, you know, tinkered with. And that he built. Yeah. And it, dude, so I love the Batmobile. Like, I hope it stays like that the entire time. Like me too. Like it could get a little bit, you know, some updates here or there, but I hope it stays muscle car. Yeah, for sure. Like the Batmobile was cool. Um, and for instance, like the, the, um, the scene where he's um, running from all the cops when he, he he goes to the precinct and he's talking to Gordon and Gordon's like, I got to get you out of here. <laughs> I freaking love Gordon, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get back to Gordon in a second. But um, he runs up, you know, his only way out is go to the top of the building. And you can tell when he's standing on the top about to jump off and use his wingsuit. Like that's the first time he's ever going to, you know. know, and he's scared, he, <sighs> but he has no choice. And then you see the consequences. Like he doesn't know how to fly it that well. He ends up like hitting the top of a bridge and like almost gets taken out. Yeah. And um, so I love I stuff was- like that. Yeah, me too. I thought it was really cool to see him on that ledge before he jumped. Just like I thought it was really cool to see Batman nervous. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like you, this is like the early stages of Batman, like when he's first getting out there. So he's still like brand new. He's not like the experienced Batman that we've been used to seeing. You know, he's the one who's just starting out. There's a lot of new stuff that he hasn't, you know, seen or hasn't done. And all the the detective stuff, like the low key detective stuff, I'd loved. Like, what do you think about yeah. that kind of stuff? I loved getting kind of this like dark noir crime detective story for Batman because it yeah. ring, it, uh, it rang true to me from the comic books, and I think that this movie seemed, you know, in my experience in uh, library of Batman, it isn't as vast as others, but it did seem to uh, be a more uh, accurate representation of comic book Batman to me. Yeah. Uh, and if it, it felt like a comic book and the way it was shot a lot of the times too, mm-hmm. this was a movie. And, um, you know, I've heard about, uh, some references taken directly from like hush and, you know, long, long Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't read those, but it's just cool to, to feel validated and, uh, and thinking this was like a kind of a very comic book oriented sort of, filming you know yeah and i guess my so my only gripe with that i guess to stay i don't know in in this conversation like everything seemed like it fit early batman you know what i mean like like what we were just talking about like it was pulled out of like some of the early comics but then the final scene like the the big shindig at the end where he's going to the um the stadium, you know, and all the crazy bombs are going off, just seemed like a little out of place to me. Yeah, you know, like too big of an event for a year two Batman. Yeah, like here he is, like as he's solving these kind of like little little crimes, you know, taking pictures of crime scenes, and all of a sudden it's a 
a stadium filled of yeah hundreds of people there's like all these shooters like you know like it just seemed way too much for you know compared to the rest of the movie it just seemed out of place you know when you put it that way too i can the length of the movie could have been shortened because they could have just kind of condensed it at the end there with riddler they could have right and gotten rid of that yeah right and it would have felt then it would have felt a little more consistent because you're right that the ending does seem a little gnarly. It seems just a little out of place to me. Like they could have ended the movie when they arrested him, you know, maybe had a scene after that or something after they, they found Riddler finally. But I just thought it was just a weird, totally different from the rest of, you know, it didn't seem like year two Batman at that point. Yeah. You know, it seemed, true, it seemed man. like way in the future Batman. For for yeah. that kind of stuff, I don't know. That was the only thing that um, I didn't love about that part. But there, like that scene where he is helping people at the end, and he's like has the torch. It's shot so good. It's such a cool shot, man. And the, the music, everything, it, it was really well done for sure. Yeah. The only thing I will say, you can disagree with this if you think I'm crazy. Uh, that scene where he. Well, two two things I want to mention here about that scene at the end. When he's kind of going at it with that electrical cord and he cuts it and he's falling down. Like I was in the theater literally thinking because right then, you know, the Riddler's dude's like, oh, I'm vengeance. And Batman's kind of like, oh, my gosh, everything I've been doing is making no difference, you know. And then he cuts this electrical cord and he's going to fall down into a flooding stadium. Yeah. I re- like, and I know it's stupid, but I had no expectations. I wasn't watching any trailers, didn't read anything about the movie. I was like, oh, so in this movie, Batman dies. <laughs> Seriously, that whole dude, I don't know how he just didn't get electrocuted and like at least something crazy happened to him. He just kind of yeah. fell and then he like came out and he was like, let's go, everybody. <laughs> yeah. And then when he rescues the people that are kind of trapped there, you know, the mayor and some of those kids. Yeah. It kind of just felt like they just needed to move a couple of things out of the way and they could have walked out on their own. <laughs> yeah, but you got to give the dramatic effect to the old Batman. But yeah. I do see what you're saying. And I think you mentioned this too, the the fact that the mayor, she got shot originally. I know. And then she was just like, no big deal. No big D. <laughs> She's good. And not only is she good enough to to get out of there and walk around just fine, she's also good hours later given a full press conference on top of the stadium, not seeming like she's anywhere. I know. So that was super weird. But, yeah, but we let that pass because it is Gotham after yeah. all. Weird things happen. I mean, you know, it's fun to talk about comic book movies, but you also got to remember like some stuff is just, you know, it is what it is in a comic book movie, you know? That's right. Like, part of me yeah. in that big scene, I just wanted to be like, dude, this is too much for a year two Batman. Just call Superman real quick. Uh-huh. Have him freeze up the water. You know, it'll be fine. And But, yeah, I mean, I mean you can't do that. But you just still got to have fun with it. But that part was just really a little, little off to me. I know. Sometimes in the in the shared superhero universes like Marvel and DC, sometimes when I read standalones or even watch a standalone like a Spider-Man, I'm always like... It's always in the back of my mind. Like, dude, your world is filled of people who can help you. Right yeah, now. yeah. Give them a ring. It's crazy. Give them a ring, dude. You'd be fine. No, but uh, uh, let's get back <laughs> back on track here. So, uh, what else, man? I mean, 
one of the real standouts for me personally was, and dude, I'll be honest, I don't care what anyone thinks of me. Yeah. I did not know that Colin Farrell played Penguin. And when I saw it the first time and then I talked to you, you had told me, and it like you first, you you can attest to this as being true. Mm-hmm. It blew my mind. Mm-hmm. I had no idea, could not tell. When I saw it the second time, I looked for like a break where I could be like, that's definitely Colin Farrell. Never happened. Never can. Yeah, you can't. If just like you said, like you went into it with like me, I, I looked, I researched who, who the cast is going to be because I'm like, oh, how are they going to do this? You know, and when I seen it, yeah. it would be Colin Farrell. I was like, OK, that's kind of a weird choice. But dude, he nailed it for one. And for two, you don't even know it's him. I know. So he deserves an award, man. And, yeah. Him. And so they're doing a uh, show that's sh- just the penguin and he's going to be, you know, he's the the star. And so that should be pretty cool. I can't because I thought his character was awesome. I have to tell you, man, they're doing so much better and cooler things with DC properties uh, like the DCEU stuff yeah, lately. They're killing it right now. I mean, I really like Peace, Peacemaker. I really like this Batman. I'm excited for those shows. I guess they're doing uh, a spinoff for the Penguin, and then they're doing an Arkham Asylum uh, Ooh, show. Oh, are they? I didn't know about yeah. that one. Very cool. They were going to do a show on uh, Gotham Police, like a spinoff of like their kind of thing, but then they realized there's just a gold mine of stuff they could do with the Arkham Asylum. Yeah. So they're going to do that, I guess. Very cool. Yeah. What'd you think of Selena Kyle? Zoe Kravitz. I thought she did good. You know, overall as, as Catwoman, I thought she did really well. She did. She did. She did so good. And I like uh she looked the part too. Yeah, she looked I mean, the she part. Just, I just and I don't mean that in any other way than like the way she walked and the way she moved, like a fit Catwoman so well. She kind of walked like a like a slinky. Like I don't know. She had this it just looks super cool. Yeah, she very, very it. agile. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought she did well. I loved her costume as well. Like for her mask, it was just like a beanie. I love, you know what I mean? Little like little tiny ears. So it's still that fit, you know, the early stages of Batman and the early stages of, you know, this whole Gotham city, Batman, uh, you know, the whole thing. So I loved it. I, 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 I one thing I, I thought was weird was her and Batman's relationship. Oh, I know. It was a little weird. Like, what do you think about that? The whole. I mean, I'm I'm here for it. The bat and the cat. That's everybody's <laughs> kind of thing, right? But uh, in the movie, it just felt like they're showing you these people who like each other, but you have no idea how they got there. You know what I mean? It's like you got to give me the backstory here to really feel any sort of connection. And if they kind of just met, and then they were all of a sudden just like lovebirds. Yeah, it was just a little weird. I don't know. Didn't didn't land as hard for me as maybe it could have. You know what I mean? Yeah. The scene, the scene that the where they are like, hey, they're going their separate ways, right? It was hilarious to me. It was like those, you know, when you have like the long awkward goodbye, like when you say see you later to someone and like shake their hand, you're like, all right, see you later. But then you guys are parked right next yeah. to each other, and way out in the parking yeah. lot, and you have to walk That's with right. each other and just say, oh, keep saying bye to each other the entire way. That's what it was like when they were driving their motorcycles out of there, dude. It was, dude. And then they didn't even, I don't know. The whole thing was strange and the Batman's kind of staring off at her. She drives away and and his typical like clenched jaw. I can't really tell how he feels. Uh, It was strange, man. But one of the questions I had for you, uh, 
Was it also like, did you feel like maybe they could have explained Batman's relationship with Gotham a little more? Do you feel like that was sufficient? Because there at the end, even Selena tells, tells uh, Batman, she says, Oh, you're already taken like, Oh, he's already Gotham's, you know, like Gotham's his, his number one. Uh, but it was just kind of like, I guess you could be fine with it and just, you're going to think, Hey, I'll, I'll figure out more about this as we go on. But, you're just like, why does he love Gotham? Well, you so got to think, man. His he has deep roots there with his parents. Like his dad was involved in politics, and you know, just throughout the whole city. Which is weird because Bruce Wayne in this didn't want anything to do with anybody. You know, even the mayor was like, "Hey, I don't ever see you out and about, and like you could do so much." You know, and he just like, yeah, eh. but <laughs> like, which was weird because he's usually out and about. You know what I mean? Like doing stuff for the city. I need to have this like I need to have video recording so I could take screen grabs of all the like really good facial expressions Ray makes all the time. Yeah, we should post <laughs> some of them up. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be hilarious. But yeah, so that was I mean, you just he he has those deep roots just associated with his parents, you know, and so you know, he's got buildings yeah. named after him and That's true. Even though they really didn't give hidden hit on anything like that, you just I guess Kind of have yeah. to know a little bit. Yeah, I do. Kind of, I for me, it was fine. I just wondered about you know, the average person probably doesn't care about that question anyway. Yeah, but I also really like that this movie kind of, um, kind of just throws you into it, man. Like, and I like that they put a little onus on the viewer, or maybe you know they have some expectations that the viewers might know a little bit uh, about Batman and some of these things, and that was kind of cool. I liked that. You know, it wasn't like the typical Marvel where they kind of, you know, build you up little by little. Yeah. Kind of baby you a little, you know, it was neat. Dude, the scenes with Batman, like they're, um, like the scene in the subway with those dudes. And then the scene where he's like, um, when he's going to, um, stop, uh, Catwoman from trying to kill Falcone. And it's like super dark, and then like there's bullets flying around. Oh, the way they man. are shot is just fantastic. So that's <clears> definitely <throat> one of my top five favorite scenes of the movie when he's out of the elevator, and then you just see the movement every time a gunshot goes off. Oh, so, so cool. yeah, man. I, I yeah, those parts were just so well done. Yeah, but what'd you think of uh, Falcone? You know, he was another one that I was kind of questioning when he was um, going to be in the movie because I just remember him from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it turned it turns out he's still very very. Gosh, sneaky. dude, I just remember what movie was that called? What was that, Mister? Yeah, Mister Deed. That's the only thing I remember him from because he was hilarious, dude. So funny, but I thought he did good too. You know, I don't. Yeah, he did great. And at first, when I when agree. you first meet him, when because uh, you see him through. Um, that uh like cool lens that batman has like uh can record it's like basically like a um yeah the little contact yeah. lenses that are like cameras built in and so you that's the, i think the first time you see him is through uh catwoman's eye because she has and she's yeah. trying to do some detective work for him but you can't really tell it's him because it, it, it's kind of weird but then once you see him you're like oh okay he but yeah. i thought he did really good but let's get to. Uh, oh, go ahead. Did you, were you going to say something? No, I just want to. I know where you're going. That's where I want to go. Because I, oh, I want to know you, what you, you think. Lead the what way. do you think? 
of the Riddler. I, w- I want to really, because you were kind of on the fence here, so I, I want to yeah. see what you think of him. Uh, well, bef- can I be a little unfair and kind of throw this back at you <laughs> in a way? I want to say, uh, before I kind of give my full impression on on the the acting of Paul Dano and Riddler uh, and kind of the Riddler himself. what do you think of him as the main villain? Uh, kind of that story. Did, did you like that? I mean, I know you hit it a little bit ago about uh, the Riddler kind of really lent itself to a lot of these detective moments for Batman that were really fun to watch him solve. I thought those were really cool. Uh, maybe I'm jumping the gun here a little bit, but like, some of it was confusing as could be to me, though, man. Like, I couldn't understand the Rotolata thing. I couldn't understand what Penguin was trying to tell him. It's not El... R- R- I can't even say it anymore, but it's not El R- Rattolata. It's yeah. La. Yeah. And, like, I was just lost on me, dude. And I just kept thinking, like, isn't it just a bat? A b- it's a bat. Like, why is nobody saying bat? Yeah. Like, a- <sighs> Honestly, I was a little confused, too at a few of the parts with those riddles and that part like every like immediately you think it's a bat with what you know that's what it is yeah but i don't that, exactly after thinking about it and and reading some stuff on it like i don't think he's meaning like a rat like literally i think he's meaning like a rat like hey he's a tattletale or he's a snitch or whatever that's yeah, kind of yeah. think of what he's referring to and it's kind of it is a little, there was a couple of spots that I was a little confused too. I was like, what? So that's why it was Falcone because Falcone was the rat mm-hmm. as in snitch and he's a falcon who has wings. Yes, I think so. <laughs> okay. All right. That makes sense at least. Yeah. But there so was a maybe couple th- of parts that were a little weird. I think you're right. But overall, I love the Riddler. I thought Paul Dano did, dude, I thought he did awesome. He was creepy. I I had no issues with him. Yeah, I'm not throwing shade at Paul <laughs> at Dano here. Uh, I, I think he I think he did really really good. He was definitely creepy in, in all the right ways, uh, especially that opening scene where he just gets after that mayor man. That was that was intense. That was some real like horror scene, you know, like horror movie scene stuff, dude, with the the dark and the light. Yeah, pretty nuts. But I didn't like the Riddler, dude. I knew it, man. He was. <laughs> I just the out like and, and all this deserves so much clarification because I could just hear like everybody chiming in right away. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't like the outfit, dude. I didn't like it at all. Yes, I know why they chose it. I know why it makes sense in the movie. That's fine. I still didn't like it. Uh, and then like I know this also seems like so weird of a thing. But when Dano would yell, like when he'd really scream, Mm -hmm. like even in the video recordings and stuff, the audio tracks sounded weird to me. And I like took and I saw it twice and it was the same in both, even in IMAX. Yeah. And it just threw me off. I was too aware of the acting for a second there. Uh, So I just ended up just being kind of whatever about the Riddler. And then like all the questions I had about his motives and being a little unclear about what the heck his endgame was. Um yeah, I mean, he was creepy, but I just, it just, I don't know. Does, is what I'm saying make any sense? No, to I you? see what you're saying. I mean, th- there was a few parts that were, I the the yelling part that you're you're describing, like it didn't really bother me any. Like, I just thought it added to how crazy he was. Um, yeah, I could see that. But I loved him overall. I mean, yeah, you love the mask though. 
the like weird trash bag over your head with like a little bit of like yeah i liked it i thought it was and you did know. he have like some sort of voice box under there because there's no way a piece of leather in front of your face makes you sound like yeah that. i don't know he was just cre- he was pretty creepy sounding in some por- parts for sure but i love that they kept his glasses on over the mask i thought that was kind of funny yeah how was he going to be able to see yeah i liked it i mean contacts or something you know yeah, yeah. but it lent itself to that crazy vibe for sure yeah but you're not te- you honestly dude the outfit didn't bother you <laughs> come on not even a little not bit not even a little i enjoyed it i thought it fit like i thought it was perfect man like it reminded me of, like an old like creepy detective movie like he's a serial killer like i don't know i thought it was cool i can see that i guess and then like at the end when he's sitting around like running from the window to his jail cell and back to the window and you're just like, what's he doing in there? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before I even hear what you have to say about that, before we get to that part in the movie, did you or did you not think that the freaking Riddler knew mm. Batman was Bruce Wayne at Arkham when he calls Batman in there? I mean, he's looking at him saying, Bruce, uh-huh. Bruce Wayne. Like it seems so like... Oh, okay. Yeah, it took me a minute to catch on that he really didn't know Bruce Wayne was Batman. But at first, you're like, dude, how does he know already? Like, yeah. But it did. T- and there's just because he's saying Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne to him over and over. Batman's looking at the camera up there, like, oh my god, this is being recorded. Yep. Everyone's gonna know I'm Bruce Wayne now. Yeah. And then he says, and then the Riddler says, that's the only one we didn't get. Yeah. And then like, it's just it's such a quick line, like you, it's so easy to miss. Yeah. It, um, I imagine seventy percent of people who left that movie think that the Riddler knew who Batman was. Yeah, for sure. That part at first I was like, dude, how is it already year two Batman and somebody already knows who he is? <laughs> you know, <laughs> because the way he walks around, man, you know, yeah, it's him. yeah, yeah, dude, seriously, he does. He like is so weird and antisocial. You would think everybody's like, oh, it's got to definitely be Bruce. Like he's such a weird dude. Yeah. Like he would only, that's the only explanation, you know, like, yeah, but, um, there, Let me ask you about my favorite character, though. Well, Wait, were you going to say something? So there was a couple parts in the movie that, because um, like you mentioned earlier, there's just so much stuff going on. And on top of that, my theater, it was just so distracting anyways that I, during the part at the end where he's bringing Falcone out into the light, you know, and then yeah. like the penguin comes out and they find out he was the one who ratted at, you know, everybody out. And the penguin's like going to pull out a gun to shoot him. Like that whole scene like happened so quick yeah. on top of like people moving around in the theater. At first I thought penguin shot him, mm-hmm. but it was actually the Riddler who shot him. Yeah. It was unclear to me the first time I saw it too. Cause I didn't hear it. But the second time I heard him say when the penguin say when he's down on the ground, he's like, I didn't even take a shot. I didn't even take a shot. Yeah. So there, there was multiple times like that. And I think part of it just had to do with the distractions I had in the theater, you know? Yeah. But, um, there was some parts that would just happen so quick and you couldn't really tell what was going on. Um, but yeah, that was just one of them. As a quick aside here, if I was asking my wife this the other day, if this movie, uh, if you had to pay the same amount right now to watch it at home, do you think you would have gone to the theater or would you have watched it at home? Um, I would have went to the theater for this one. Yeah, me too. Do you feel like you get a little bit more if you see it in a theater or do you, cause, because this is an interesting point that you bring up, right? Is the like distractions, you just paid 15 bucks to see it kind of. 
but unfortunately miss a line or two dude the music alone is you uh, have to yeah. be in theater like i That's it, true. it doesn't do it justice even if you had like surround sound at your house which i don't unfortunately like <laughs> me neither <laughs> it just wouldn't do it justice you have to see this one in the theater just for the music the cinematography uh, you know yeah. is yeah. done so well it's got to be seen on the big screen yeah but we can't really get out of this without talking about and people aren't going to believe me when I say this, but he's hands down the like highlight of the movie for me. Like he's who I keep thinking about as I go, you know, rethinking all these scenes. What do you think of Gordon, man? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do it, weren't you? I was going to try to mimic him, but I liked him actually. You know, like I loved him, man. E- even though he was, there was, I don't know, there was a couple things that were kind of weird to me because especially like. Gordon from the comics is a little different, but dude, I just started year one for next week. He is way different. Yeah. He's taken out green berets. He's like, it's been a while since I took out a green beret. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't I liked him, dude. And I thought Jeffrey Wright did a great job, dude. And I don't Loved know if it. some parts of this movie were meant for like comic relief, but there was multiple parts where Batman and him were together that I was busting up laughing in theater. They had to know that it was going to be funny, man. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's like that scene, my favorite, not my favorite, but one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Can you guess it? It involves him. Yeah. Is it when he's in the, um, he's got Batman, he's trying to get him out of there? Oh, the gun scene. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Tell everybody about that. That scene is hilarious. So they're going to the orphanage and, you know, they're as creepy as can be. And they get in the front door and, you know, Gordon pulls out his gun and Batman's, no guns. And then Gordon's like, no, nah, man, that's your thing. Yeah, dude. And that's one of the scenes I started busting. Like, I was one of the only ones laughing in the theater. Like, I was cracking up. Oh, come on. They're not real Batman fans. That's like, I thought it was so funny. And then, like, the scene, like, <laughs> I think it's, like, the, maybe the second murder where they're, they um have the thumb drive. <laughs> and oh Batman's, like, gosh, holding I the guy's thumb, like, thumb drive. Dude, it's so funny. <laughs> like, I was cracking up I in know. the scenes where um, Gordon and Batman were together. I thought he was really good. I really, really enjoyed uh, what he brought to the movie. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, so real quick, one other thing I want to mention before we wrap this up, and um, I want to get your thoughts on it. The scene towards pretty much the end where um, the Riddler is in uh, Arkham Asylum and someone starts chatting to him from another... Uh, so, what'd you think? Uh, I like literally couldn't stand it, man. Like, I know that sounds over the top, but like, like, just make it an, just make it somebody you could not see. Like, I just didn't want it to be Joker again. You know what I mean? Like, and then when that they're laughing together, it was the weirdest little riddle the Joker tells to the Riddler, and it was like. All right, these guys are crazy. I guess that's the point of it, but I just didn't like it. Uh, the Joker looked way too crazy. Like I told, I I guess I understand that it was the Joker because he's one of the main like villains. You, when you think of Batman, you always think of the Joker. I get it. We've done Joker a ton of times though, but at the same time, like I just thought he did it. If it is like it was just terrible. I, I did not like his laugh. Like I just thought it was terrible. So it makes me nervous for because I think this is they're supposed to do two more movies. So I'm a little but I nervous. I did hear 
I did hear him say, like, uh, who directed it again? Reeves? Matt Reeves. If it is Matt Reeves, you can correct me. No, you're absolutely right. Matt Reeves. We were right. Okay. He did say, like, the reason he put that ending in there was because, you know, if you end on that kind of last scene, you're like, okay, so things are kind of cool for Batman Catwoman. And he wanted to let you know, like, no, Gotham's always crazy. It's always going to have villains. Like, there's always going to be a problem. He's like, this isn't a guarantee the Joker's in the next movie. It's just to remind you that, like, dude, Mm -hmm. Gotham's filled with bad dudes. Yeah. And uh, I really hope we don't get Joker next round. I just hope it sticks true to like the early stages of Batman. Um, The detective stuff, like the whole movie up to that crazy scene that we talked about earlier, like was awesome. And so I really hope the next few movies kind of stick to that. I I do hope we see like um, development with Bruce, you know, like – on that side of the thing, like how hopefully he comes out and like kind of gets involved with his new mayor or something, who knows, but I would like to see that. Um, I'd like to see what it is for him to be the hope instead of just fear. I'm interested and excited to see what they do with that. So we'll see. Can I just ask you really quick before we head out? Yeah. Did you like that Batman wasn't so like stealthy that he was just like ready to mix it up? Yeah. I did because that's again it goes to that you know early stages of Batman where he's not you know he he doesn't know all the right things to do and he doesn't know how to come in stealthy when he should have or you know what I mean he's still right. learning all that kind of stuff you know and I'm sure like you look at a more mature Batman he's going to do things a lot different than what he did you know in um, yeah. in this movie but I like so I hope they still continue with that early stages of Batman. Yeah. I loved it. I loved how just how dark it was and just um the grittiness. So that's that's what I enjoyed. So overall, dude, great movie. Um if you haven't seen it yet, get out there and see it while it's still in theater. I'm sure, like you said, it's gonna be there for a long time. Get yeah. in the movie theater, watch it. It's so good. The music, the cinematography, just the way it was filmed. Uh, if you're a fan of Batman, um even if you're not a fan of Batman, like it's I think just a so. good movie. Oh so, yeah. You're going to like it. Even if you're not a big Batman fan. Yeah. I loved it. Like overall. Um, I, and I want to know what people think. Those who have watched it, like jump on our discord and, um, we have a, uh, DC area, um, and a movie area. Get in, let us know what you think. And, um, yeah. I just want to chat about it. Uh, chat about it with you guys. You know, I know Kyle didn't like the Riddler. Did you guys like the Riddler? Like leave us a message, something. <laughs> I am sure I'm, one of five people in the whole world who didn't like Well, speaking of that, we had a couple polls too this week. I, I want to know what yeah, the um, right. outcomes of a couple of these polls were. Yeah, so I asked uh, who who people's favorite Batman was, and it was between Keaton, Affleck, Pattinson, and Bale. And uh, surprisingly, a lot of people were going with Affleck, man. Like, they really mm-hmm. liked the way he looked as Batman, liked his suit, but they were just, they just felt like he got the short, end, the short straw. Uh, and his movies were no good. Yeah, no, that's that is very understandable. And I actually thought he did a good job as Batman too. Yeah, and uh, you know, my wife's favorite was Christian Bale, so she chimed in too. <laughs> right. <on. laughs> uh, and um, then I asked who everybody's favorite villain was, and uh, that was just kind of mixed. It was all over the place. We got a lot of people even throwing in names of the people that weren't on there. I think I threw out Bane, Riddler, Joker, Two-Face. Yeah. Um, but 
for those two, where would you land? Who who would you, who would be your favorite Batman now? Um, gosh, dude. Now that it includes Mister Twilight, I don't know. That's tough. Like, I really, I do feel like he has effectively. He no longer deserves that. Yeah, no, we got to get like, him out of there. He did so for sure. good. In yeah, the, he did so good in this. He doesn't even deserve the offhanded silly remark about the Twilight. Let's side. just forget the movies even nailed. exist. Yeah. He nailed this. He did so good. Uh, blew me away, honestly. Yeah. And it wasn't his fault that the, the Bruce Wayne stuff was a little weird. Like, I'm sure he acted it exactly how he was yeah, supposed yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't uh, know. He's... I, that's a tough question, man. Like, I did like Christian Bale's Batman. The only thing that got a little crazy is his voice after a while with all the memes goodness. that were going around were hilarious. Um, but I don't know. I would have to say him. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm going Batfleck, man. Yeah. He was, he actually did I love- good. I, I was impressed with his Batman. I thought it was going to be terrible, but I, I liked it as well. Yeah. And then for, for villain, I mean, for, for movie wise villain, like no one's going to be Heath Ledger's Joker. You know, it's, it was change. incredible. So he changed the game with that performance. Yeah. Even though I really liked the, the Riddler, even though you hated it. Or didn't I don't want to say hate it, even though you just didn't yeah, like a come couple on, things. Man. No, you didn't hate it, but just just a few things that you didn't like. But um yeah, no one's gonna beat uh, Ledger's performance in uh Dark Knight. Yeah, and then I asked uh what everyone's favorite Batman movie was. Mm, yeah. And it was between The Batman with Pattinson, Dark Knight Rises, The Dark Knight, and Batman with Keaton. And uh for the most part, you know, we got a lot of a lot of all over the place. I mean, Batman's got its every single actor, every single villain, every single movie has its own foul. Yeah, you yeah. know, like it's just um, it's all over the place. So where would you where would you land on that? Now that we know you're a Christian Bale fan, yeah, I think Dark uh, Dark Knight's going to be my favorite Batman movie, and then uh, I think this one would be number two. This one, yeah. this one will slide into the second spot. I think. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, completely. Yeah, sir. super good. But um, anyways, yeah, uh, if you guys have seen it, let us know what you guys think. Uh, we'd love to hear hear about it. And um, set me straight on the Riddler. Yeah, tell Kyle that he doesn't know what he's talking about, and that the Riddler was great. Or no, oh, tell me. Like I could be, you know, I could just love yeah. the Riddler. But um, no, Team Kyle. Either dude, don't even dude. Let's get that out of here. <laughs> either way, we want to hear what you guys think of the movie, just in general, and. Um, but definitely check it out. Yeah. You got to watch it. Yeah, definitely. I watched it twice in one week. I know. Week, Hopefully so. I can get to watch it this week too. We'll see. It's worth it. And there's so much there. You're going to glean something every time. Oh, yeah. So. But uh, anyways, dude, what's coming up in the next couple of weeks that you're looking forward to comic-wise? Well, next week we've got what's the furthest place from here, number five. Uh, looking forward to seeing what, what they're up to. What this, uh, I've been loving it so far, so I'm just excited about that. We've got Slumber, number one. Dude, this one looks so cool. It's about this lady who enters people's dreams to kill their nightmares. Mm. So she's like a serial killer in people's dreams. I'm all in on this. I can't wait to see what's going on. Yeah, that one does look really uh, interesting. We got Bylines and Blood, number three. Dude, I told you I, I'm really liking this. It kind of took me a little bit by surprise. It was recommended recommended to us by a follower on Instagram, and another really good one. Yeah, we've got um, a righteous thirst for vengeance's trade paperback coming out, volume one. 
you got to pick that up, man. Yeah. You're going to love it. I know. It's already on my list. Yeah, for sure. And then the following week, the 23rd, we've got Saga 57. We've got One Dark Night by Jacques. And I love number one, so I'm excited to see where that's going. We have Demons number one by Scott Snyder. And then We Ride Titans number three. That's kind of uh, what's coming out the next week that next two weeks that I'm looking forward to, man. What about you? Yeah, you kind of hit on a bunch that I was looking forward to as well. Um, there's just so many good new releases coming out. Um, one thing that's coming out this coming week, I think it's the 16th, but um, is Chip Zdarsky's run of the the Batman the Night. And I just... or You've been loving dude, that. Dude, it's good, man. And you need to pick it up. I'm going to pick it up now. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. So number three comes out. Uh, there's a huge cliffhanger at number after number two, so can't wait to see where they go with that. And then, yeah, to be honest, dude, I'm just gonna try to catch up on my backlog this next couple weeks because I've got so many books that are just sitting there that I haven't gotten to read. Yeah, dude. Well, one thing I know you're gonna be reading is our book of the week for next uh, week's episode. Why don't you bring everybody in on what we've got planned? Yeah, dude, B-O-Dub for next week. We're going to do a deep dive on uh, Batman Year One. We're going to continue uh, the Batman train here. And uh, super stoked because it's one of my favorites. And I know you haven't read it. And um, i just super stoked to see what you think about it. And can't wait to, can't to wait, talk man. to you about it because I love Batman. And I hope you love this one as, as much as I do. And um, for those of you guys listening, I want to know what you guys think of Batman Year One. And, um, yeah, and if you haven't read it yet, read it now and join us for the discussion next week. Hop on our Discord and uh, come join the conversation, man. We'd love to hear what you guys think. And, you know, just like what Roy was saying earlier. Yeah, big time. It's uh, it's going to be fun. Heck yeah, man. I can't wait. Frank Miller. I haven't read a lot of Frank Miller either, so I'm excited to dig into what some consider to be one of the, you know. It's iconic, I would say. Yeah, best of the best. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, that's next week. I look forward to digging into that with you. Me too, bud. So how can people keep up with what we're doing and be alerted to when the next episode comes out and stuff? Yeah, definitely subscribe to our show and uh, tell a friend. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, leave a comment. Uh, leave a review. And uh, you can check us out over on Instagram at the Comic Book Lair. That's where we're posting everything that we got going on from Book of the Weeks to just like stuff we're reading in between. And... Um, if you guys want to get involved deeper in conversation, come over to our Discord, and we'd love to have you join and just chat about everything comics. That's right, man. Leave a review, though. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Leave a review. Seriously, um, we'd be stoked. It would make our, it would make our weeks. It would do more than make our weeks. <laughs> I know that's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, we would love it if you guys left a review and uh, or just refer to friend. Anything is super cool. We love yeah. uh, hearing from all you guys and um, just having fun with this. And yeah, we appreciate you guys. That's right. Anyways, we'll see you all next week. Keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. We'll